pa 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 Shoot. <laughs> That's right. No, it's not Justin Timberlake. No, you're not in line for a Big Mac. Uh, we're here to talk some wrestling. Because we are the one and only wrestling podcast. The Shoot Brother podcast, hosted by myself. Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron McDonald's Osborne. Bang, bang, I'm here. My what a fantastic introduction there. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it, I, 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 one thing I got to say, I'm loving it. It's so, I'm loving it. It's so good that I do not, off the top of my head, remember their previous ad campaign. Like um, the one that was before it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it get killed Ronald McDonald. He is gone now. Rob, Justin Timberlake slit Ronald McDonald's throat in front of the nation, to, <laughs> in front of the world to see. And um, that's all that I have to say about that matter. But you are right, Mike. This is the True Brothers. Episode 181, creeping up to that 200. Uh, we'll have to find something special to do uh, when the time comes. Um, of course, you know, we, for our 100th episode, we did our to- our big top five lists. I think we had a lot of fun doing that. We should uh, think yeah, think, think something, yeah, something creative, something not just a regular else that episode. We can do. Yeah, Some so look forward, uh, look forward to that. But that is um, still got that's a long way in the future. You know, what we have you know what we have <laughs> between now and then is a shitload of wrestling action because <laughs> backlash coming up uh, two weekends from now. Of course, dino, um, sorry, double or nothing at the end of the month. The Forbidden Door is being creaked open. Um, at the beginning of June, I guess, and we keep trotting along, doing all of our stuff. Uh, so let's 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 just get into the show. Let's get into the show the way that we always do, uh, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Uh, last week's champion, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Mike, did you check out Straight Outta Compton? I'm pretty, I th- I'm pretty sure it's on um, Netflix. No, but I mean, I've. I've it's good. It's it worth a watch. Com- no, it came out a few years ago, and I've heard of excellent things. I just, it's, it's just a matter of sitting down and watching. You know what? It was one of the last movies. I, I can't remember the last movie prior to it or even post it that I saw in the theaters that wasn't big budget or special effects type of thing. I I, I paid full <laughs> full price to sit there and watch a drama. Um, which I don't do too often, so that that should say something right there. But anyways, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, he's he's uh, he got his belt swiped away from you. It's just <laughs> like this twenty four seven championship, right? It can happen at any time. I swear, the, the Tweety League Championship changes hands more than the twenty four seven championship does. Yeah, we Motherf- just don't get to report on it until a couple days later. Motherfuckers are holding on to it for <laughs> weeks at a time now. Um, but this week's creating champion goes out to uh, so I guess throughout the week, um, this Owen Hart tournament going on right for the Owen Hart Foundation men's side, women's side. One point, Tony Khan announces that there will be an Owen High or oh sorry, Owen Hart men's tournament qualifier between Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, actually tonight. That's time. happening shortly um, for that. Um, you know, both of these men hold the Ring of Honor Championship or Tag Team Championship. They have the AAA Tag Team Championship. Uh, Tony Khan tweets this out, and our brand new Tweet League champion, Dax Harwood, responds with two words, and he just says to himself, Oh, shit. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. Uh, 
this has potential match of the year candidate. Hey, I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know why it does, <laughs> but somehow it does. These guys have been so hot lately. This almost yeah, seems I like mean, a no-brainer. It's crazy. And it reminds me of uh, the much-beloved Cruiserweight Classic a few years ago. You had Tommaso Ciampa face Johnny Gargano when they were still a tag team. That had a similar vibe, standing ovation type of match. It was a standing-o match? Oh, yeah. Damn. This was before they had ever turned on each other or anything. Like that, so of course. This was uh, <laughs> the, the, the DIY time, I guess. Yeah. That was great, as was the whole classic, as will this Owen tournament. Uh, they, this is a qualifying match, though, right? So it still hasn't officially started. Yeah. Or is it a first yeah, round match? Yeah, just a normal quali- it's a qualifying match. So. Yeah. Still don't know the exact number, right? I'm assuming it's going to end at 16-man bracket. Or maybe it's only going to be eight. And well, yeah, so the... so the graphic <laughs> is uh, eight. Okay, two, so if you two... count the qualifiers, then it's 16. Maybe <laughs> they're doing like a, a set before. Um, but yeah, either way, yeah. keep, keep an eye out for that one for sure. It's like, uh, you know, on the PGA Tour, you don't, not everyone makes the cutoff. You, some people only play Thursday <laughs> or whatever it is. Exactly, right? Like Mike Weir's going to the Masters every year. He's not getting past, he's not getting out of like Thursday, but yeah. that's okay because he can still hang out because he's allowed. Yeah, exactly. um, which is crazy to me. So congratulations, Dax Harwood. We're looking forward to that match coming up uh, later today. So I'm actually probably going to watch this one tonight. Really can't wait for it. Uh, and let's move along with some of our AEW um, action because yeah. uh, it's all we've got. It's all we got, I guess. Just just one one quick hour. Of wrestling, uh, live from Pittsburgh, Britsburg. Uh, let's get into some <laughs> all elite wrestling rampage. Rampage, rampage, Where I think uh, the big money match for me that was kind of a, that was definitely announced before the show even started. Adam Cole last week announced that uh, this week he's taking on Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, from New Japan fame, but I wasn't even excited for that. No, because Marina Shafir is on the card tonight, taking on Jade Cargill. Yeah. Can she be the twenty nine and one? Right? Isn't that that's Ooh. take that's Taker's record or something? Right? Um, <laughs> ooh, imagine that. Never mind. I mean, I mean, never mind. Uh, let's get yeah. <laughs> so far, Let's get. Into, uh, I, I wish Rampage kicked off with Marina Shafir. Of course, the Goon Squad coming back. We kick off yeah. this week's edition of Rampage with Adam Cole, Tomohiro Ishii, coming from across the pond. Do you still say across yes. the pond if it's on the other side of the pond? Like, I thought the pond was like <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. I think it's just, I don't know. To me, it's you have to be British to say it. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that clarification. Uh, yes, but uh, as you said, Cole versus Ishii, Owen Hart qualifier here. Big match. Uh Orange Cassidy was in Ishii's corner, I guess, because Ishii's friends with Rocky Romero, or well, is there a connection uh, there. For, from what I can remember, was that remember uh, like the best friends and Orange Cassidy are in Chaos, which is the uh, I think a faction led by Kazuchika Okada. Okay. So I think that I don't know all the details. That <laughs> might that was where my mind went because I did recall. Yeah. I did recall that happening once on an episode of Dynamite. Well, yeah, they were hanging around at ringside supporting him, so uh, match was good. Nice hard-hitting bout, strong style stuff. Uh, Ishii gets a couple big near falls. He's in control when Jay White runs out, 
and throws Rocky Romero into the steel steps. And all this commotion distracts the ref. Adam Cole hits a low blow and drops the boom to get a dirty win and advance to the Owen Hart. So he, so he's in the tournament. And do we know what the tournament's for? Is it a trophy? I'm, I'm sure there'll be a trophy. I'm sure there'll be uh, something about it. But you know what? I'm getting I'm getting sick of this Adam Cole low blow every match to win. He's supposed to be supposed to be one of your best guys. You don't need to cheat all the time, Adam Cole. Yeah, well, it's it, we, him we, and his we, wife. <laughs> no good. Uh, we would um yeah. Well, we well, you're saying this before with some of these AEW heels, right? Where they're always just like they cheat to win. Like it's like every single win is cheat to win. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be a top guy. You can win clean sometimes. Exactly. Like, you can... I don't know. Unless that's their way of protecting Ishii because he's a guest. So, maybe that's why. I mean, I do get it. I, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, for for the tournament, we need more. We, maybe... Uh, I'd love if there would be a match in this kind of qualifier or whatever where there was a surprising result. That makes sense? Yeah. That makes yeah, sense? we need a big upset. We need a big upset. Yeah. That's what I wanted. You know, like... <laughs> You know, Adam Cole's been on a little losing streak, or you know, maybe give him one more for all I care. Yeah, that would have been interesting, but we'll we'll get more of that. Uh, we go backstage for an interview with Hook, uh, but before he can get a word in, we turn the corner to find Danhausen. He's opened a bunch of bag of chips and stomped all over them, ruining these nutritious snacks. And mm-hmm. Hook doesn't like that. He loves chips, so. He presses Dan Housen up against the wall and gets right in his face. We finally hear him speak. He says, you wanted my attention. You got it now. So, ooh, it's on. Well, not only is it on, he, I'm so glad he doesn't have like a, you want my attention? It's <laughs> yeah. on. I mean, God, you know, hey, that's very important. That's very important. If he had come out, you know, with a funny inflection. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, he sounded like, uh, yeah, like he should. And hey, I think Danhausen and Hook feels like the match that the internet wants. <laughs> yeah, just like, and I think it's that's our internet match of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's gonna turn into a, a friendship, an odd couple pairing afterwards. Yeah, I think so. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're in the uh, <laughs> whether Hook likes it or not, he's gonna keep following him around. Yeah, if you're in the checking out the blog community up there on the AEW types and the being the elite <laughs> types, yeah, they're they're in it together all the time. I think they're buddies. Okay, that's cool. It's not an interview of Danhausen without like not being Danhausen. It was weird. No makeup. No makeup. No accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Guy. It was just a guy. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a guy. He's just like a you know, another thirty year old, and you're like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not. I mean, a lot of guys wear makeup and shit, but they're not like playing a character the yeah whole he's time. doing character makeup voice. yeah and in yeah. voice and in like the way like sting is just talking like sting does <laughs> yeah he's just like, doing a like little Adam Borden does or whatever yeah exactly this is more like now he goes to Nosferatu mode <laughs> just like murder yeah, exactly he's great can't wait for that match yeah I'm excited to finally see him have a match so uh but in the meantime we got Lance Archer taking on Serpentico and He's basically just here to get tossed all over the ring by Archer. Hits the blackout. Easy win. And just beats him up some more afterwards. 
Yeah, I guess just uh, we we would call this one a classic squash, right? <laughs> yeah, classic squash. That's what he does, I guess. Uh, yeah, just a way to keep him, you know, keep him up there, hovering near the top five. He's always kind of in the mix. I get, yeah, because yeah. he always gets the squash wins. I feel like that's all that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It really I feel is. like everything Lance Archer has done has been a squash win or a title opportunity, and then <laughs> yeah, squash wins and then title opportunity. Yeah. Uh, then we got Daniel Garcia taking on Eddie Kingston, who gets a nice big reception from the crowd here. And uh, they had a pretty good back and forth match. Lots of stiff punches going on. Eventually, Eddie takes over, hits the big hurricane back fist, get the win. Uh, and then afterwards, he grabs the microphone, takes off his belt, looks into the camera, but he says, Nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm saving these lashings for you, Jericho. So. We're building to that big match. Though. Another lashing angle. Haven't we lashed? We lashed Cody already. Come on, guys. We've been lashing <laughs> since day one here. Yeah. I don't know. But there'll be at least one more. Uh, but let's go to the main event. TBS title on the line. Jade Cargill taking on Marina Shafir. Yes. You've been waiting for it. Yes. I've been, wa- <laughs> I've been, I've been, been waiting. I've been waiting since... I think I want to say she was releasing two Electric Boogaloo. I want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so so I've been waiting since whenever the hell that was. Probably you know a year and a half at this point, maybe even two years. Yeah, and you know they've been. It's been like two and a half weeks now since they announced it. So they've been saving it, cooking it up. Yeah, building her up on dark. So here we go, toughest test yet for Cargill. And uh, Cargill's got her baddie section at ringside, which they didn't really explain at any point. But Red Velvet has all of a sudden joined the team. Yeah, okay, I'm, gl- I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm glad you noticed that because I don't think commentary said anything about that. And that was more no. for me to be like, wait, unless how- it happened on Dark, they never explained anything. Because I was asking myself, just- and it was one of these. I'm like, how do I recognize her? <laughs> I yeah. was like, wait, I know. I think her there was somehow. another person there too that I can't. Like another one, like a dark type of, you would have seen yeah. her in like a battle royale. Like that Zena Ramir or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Doesn't matter. She's got her, her supporters at ringside and ends up being probably the longest match of Cargill's career. Around 10 minutes or so. And the crowd's hot. They're, life, and they're loving Jade and all her offense. And the baddie section's throwing popcorn at Marina. But uh, Shafir has her nice comeback though and gives Jade a lot of trouble. More than anyone has yet. And, uh, yeah, they fight outside the ring again. The baddie section distracts Shafir. Jade runs in, hits the huge pump kick, then picks up Shafir, choke slams her on the timekeeper's table, but she lands, like, right on the edge of it rather than in the middle. It doesn't break. Like, these things never break for the women. These but. things, uh, or they break <laughs> too easily. It's We know this. We know this, yeah, Mike. But, uh and also that one though it made it look like a bit more of a stiff bump so it didn't really Mm -hmm. it always looks a bit worse when it doesn't break yeah Yeah. makes people go oh (laughs) yeah like ow that's actually falling on a table (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she picks her up after throws her back in the ring Uh, Jade goes for the pin but Marina grabs her in a leg lock her last gasp here but Cargill breaks out hits the Jaded gets the win retains the title good match uh, and that's the 30 and 0 number that she's been chasing. So can she get to 50 by the end of the year? Probably. Unless, yeah, I, I mean, the Marie Shafir match looked great. I think he, uh, sometimes uh, Jade Cargill loses, or sorry, wins 
a little too quickly sometimes. Yeah. Like there's no, no chance. Yeah. I'm glad this got to go about 10 minutes or so. And, you know, maybe we can see some more of Marina Shafir. Hopefully. There's, there's always room. You know, stiff, yeah, stiff <laughs> strikes. You know, Thunderosa, I'm sure, has a championship somewhere. <laughs> yeah. She probably I'm has quite sh- sure. She probably has shit that uh needs to go down. But that was all of Rampage. More qualifiers, I'm sure, coming up uh this week and uh all that good stuff. Let's move over uh to the other show. The other show on Friday. Um same time. Is it same time? What time is or do all these no. things happen at? No. Smackdown eight to ten, Rampage ten to eleven. When it's supposed to. What was it so what was it like, Mike, when Raw got that extra hour? Were you like, thank God? <laughs> I mean, the first couple weeks, it was kind of cool. You're like, wow, it's like a pay-per-view on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and then Because the first couple, they booked like a big deal. They're like, wow, it's Raw 1000. We're going to three hours, five championship matches, the world titles on the line, and all these. <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, it was Then much, it was just like, yeah, yeah I, I, okay, I can see. Then you're getting wedding just angles and it. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Funny. That's well, funny though. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go and like watch a old, not a whole episode, but any portion of Raw from like 1998, and without commercials, like it's only like an hour and 20 minutes. The whole episode of Raw. It's, yeah. The whole episode is sl- like about the length of like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Yeah, let's give it Where to you we, then. We're... Let's give it you. Uh, <laughs> let's give you Monday Night Raw live from Knoxville, oh, I Tennessee. Think we should... Smackdown. Is oh shit! Sorry, sorry. To... Wrong one. Oh my god, the wrong tab open. Too okay. funny. Uh, my bad. Smackdown live. All right. Okay, folks. It's Friday night. It's time for Smackdown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before though. No, no, wait, they used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. <laughs> <laughs> the same as all the things we said, or all the things we said. Run it in our heads, still the same. Uh, the show starts off SmackDown Live with the Women's Championship contract signing. Adam Pierce here to mediate, brings out Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. Uh, but he forgot the try. he forgot the contract. <laughs> Come on, Pierce. So uh, Drew Gulak, who's taken on the role of intern, uh, just runs out with it. and uh, He's ready to go with his old gimmick, though. He's like, I got a PowerPoint presentation about I quit matches. That was a nice little shout out to us, <laughs> uh, to us old fans. That was a nice. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. I like that. Thank you. Fun call back there. But Charlotte cuts him right off. And uh, the two women exchange their promos. The crowd's chanting, you tapped out at Charlotte. And she gets mad and says, no, I was just fixing my bra. Which, I mean, she was at one point in the match. So. At one point, apparently. Uh, yeah, but then we just kind of go over the rules for the I Quit match. Charlotte keeps telling Ronda, I beat you at Mania. But Ronda, just, all she has to do is just glance at the crowd, and then they start chanting, you tapped out. So good crowd work here, I thought, from both women, just playing right into it. And, uh, yeah, at the end, Charlotte signs the contract, and then she flips the table, pulls out this kendo stick she stashed. Starts whacking the shit out of Ronda. But then Ronda gets it away from her, speeds up Charlotte. And then Gulak interferes, though. He grabs Ronda from behind, takes the stick. So Ronda uh, picks him up, hits the Piper's pit, locks him in an armbar, and then signs the contract on top of Gulak. On top of Gulak's body. 
Yeah. And PowerPoint so. was a nice touch. I didn't like that. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, he hasn't been released yet. He's on TV once again. Which is so crazy. When I saw him, I was like, I thought you were released. And then I was, who? who that? I think I was thinking <laughs> I of Tony Nice. I think that's why I was thinking. I mean, they're pretty. Yeah. That's why I was. I mean, Gulak. Of. He's not even. He's not even in the twenty four seven gang. So we just. Oh, that's good. That honestly, anything is enough. Anything is a promotion from that. Yeah, I guess it's good. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, let's go to our first match. You had Butch taking on Xavier Woods. You know, Butch doing his little pit bull thing, just aggressive, working away at Xavier, stretching him out. Uh, but then Woods fights back, catches him in that new backwoods. The roll up, gets the three. Uh, Butch is pissed off, storms off, leaving Seamus and Ridge. And, uh, then he grabs a security guard, tosses him over the barricade. The angry Butch, <laughs> who's, uh, I guess, 0-2 since coming here to the main roster in this new gimmick. <laughs> yeah, not not the best start. Yeah, it really isn't. Um... <clears throat> yeah, called up, with, called up with a new gimmick has to be tough. Yeah, especially... I don't know the whole thing, the look, the name. It's not that good. <laughs> not that, but not that good. Someone who's getting a better start though, Gunther. His name was already changed, but he's identical in the ring, so nothing to worry about there. He's taking on Teddy Goods, local jobber. Uh, so as to be expected, Gunther destroys this guy. Easy win. So, hey, at least they're treating Gunther right so far. Yeah, so far with a big win. Yeah, easy dominant win. <laughs> easy for a guy like that. Uh, Mac McPhee had a good line uh, in this one. It, it was something like Teddy Goods has like a six foot six foot five worth of poop in his pants. Now <laughs> 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 and I, I I did like that one. That one got me. Yeah, I mean you can always count on Pat. <laughs> yeah, with the goods. Uh, we got a quick backstage promo from Zaya Lee, who. I mean, I think she had like one match since being drafted. Uh, so hopefully they can figure it out and book her. Sounded like she was kind of going to be a heel now. She's like, I'm done helping people. That's I'm a classic heel person. thing. That being said, baby <laughs> faces don't like to help each other out too often either. So, I mean, how many times do we see a baby face how get beaten down? How many times? No one, <laughs> no one comes in. But, but, but one heel gets beat up and the entire fucking locker room spills out. Yeah. I, just, I don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> uh, then we got Riddle taking on Jay Uso. Just another one of these. Uh, I mean, the wrestling's always good, but the matchup is by the time we get to this unification match, we've already done everything. So. Well, yeah, like, like well, like you said, you were uh, you were hypo you were thinking that it was going to be every combo of <laughs> of potential, right? I mean, probably at this point. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, still a fine match. Riddle's doing his thing, hitting the floating bro, the Orton DDT, looking for the RKO, but then Jimmy jumps on the apron to distract him. So Orton slams Jimmy on the announce table, back in the ring. Jay counters riddles rko hits this cool toss-up super neck breaker but uh riddle kicks out of that uso goes for the uso splash but riddle gets the knees up cradles jay for the three riddle wins and yeah crowd got pretty hot for the match it was it was still fun yeah it was yeah it, it, it was the match was great i think this might have been uh my favorite match on the card maybe 
Uh, and, you know, work. These guys work great. They make a lot of. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> Bless you. Oops. <laughs> Thank you. This sneezed the uh, hell out of you. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, thought there might be another one coming. We're good. Riddle wins. Uh, we move on to Kayla Braxton in the ring to interview Sasha Banks and Naomi about their tag title reign so far. And crowd's giving them a big reception, chanting, you deserve it. And they say it doesn't matter who comes after these titles. We're going to win. And that's when Natalia and Shayna come out and say, yeah, we want a shot. Natalia working double like, duty okay. these days. Yeah, she's on every show pretty she's much. Just, she's just awesome. living, uh, living in, in a suitcase these days. Uh, <laughs> we go backstage where Happy Corbin reaches out to Madcap Moss, says, I'm willing to be the bigger man, and I'll forgive you, Madcap. But Moss just says, there's as much chance of me coming back to you as there is you growing a full head of hair. Ah. And Madcap Moss has a great hairline. That's one thing he has. There's no... <laughs> kind of you know going receding back receding. or anything yeah, oh it's he's, he's it's got a good... very straight uh he's yeah, got he's got know, a, some he's got a great head of hair some have it some don't that's it's all yeah exactly that's... <laughs> genetics ask hulk hogan uh he and he has the best hair madcap <laughs> well madcap goes down to the ring to take on angel uh, nothing too special here. You had Umberto cheating to help Angel, but Moss overcomes it all, hits the punchline, gets the win. And then Corbin shows up afterwards, beats him down, and then steals his Andre the Giant trophy. It's actually kind of impressive. He picked it up and carried it off. <laughs> well, Baron Corbin also won that trophy once. Yeah, I mean, his name's on it, so he's got uh, he can, he's got claim to it. Exactly. It's his also. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the start of our our Madcap Moss push. How do you feel about it so far? We're I think we're two, maybe three weeks in, or I guess he won the uh, he he won the battle royal, and then uh, yeah. you know he's got a couple he, weeks. How do they feel? How do you feel about it? <laughs> I mean, I like him. I the only I just wanted a little gear change. Get rid of those suspenders. <laughs> I don't like the suspenders. Get rid of the goofy little suspenders. And we're doing it for you, by the way. Yeah. I'm sure there's a fair I'll amount. I'll take you more serious. I'm sure there's a fair amount of chafing. Like, what we want, we want the best <laughs> for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, in ring, I mean, the fans are warming up to him and all that. So, uh, we'll see where she goes. Yeah, seems like it. Uh, but we go backstage once again. Sami Zayn approaches Roman Reigns' locker room door. Uh, knocks uh, Paul Heyman lets him in and he approaches Roman shows his respect and he just says hey man I just want to let you know I saw Drew McIntyre talking RK Bro backstage they were disrespecting the bloodline so I want to team up with you guys we can take them all on let's ally I acknowledge you Reigns so sucking up to him and, uh, I think Reigns agrees or, or we'll see what happens later yeah yeah he, oh, yeah, he yeah. this is Roman Reigns we're talking about here yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got Lacey Evans, Chapter 3. Just more of the same. The hard life, living in tents, drug-addicted father, not having a mom to teach her all the things. And Yeah, you know, I think at the, this point we get the point. Uh, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, I respect everything. She went through a lot of hard stuff. Did her own hair, makeup for prom, all that. No, And she was a legitimate wrestler. 
which I didn't know much about before. <laughs> Did she all her hair and makeup first in the state of Florida. <laughs> her mom wasn't there to teach her. She did it all herself. Uh, but yeah, no, she was legit first in the state of Florida for amateur wrestling. So good for her. Uh, now let's just see you back in the ring. Looking soon. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe looking to take on the winner of this um, Charlotte Ronda thing. Maybe, depending on who it is. Well, I mean, may- why uh, depending? Because uh, I think Ronda versus Lacey would be kind of... Oh, okay. It'd be hard to jump into. I don't know. Yeah, Both baby saying. faces. But anyways, let's go to the main event. You got Drew McIntyre taking on Sami Zayn in a Lumberjack match. Uh, with RK Bro as part of the Lumberjacks for uh, being in Drew McIntyre's corner. So the Usos come out at the end, uh, which makes Sami Zayn very happy. So, uh, anyways, match itself, standard Lumberjack stuff. You know, Sami's trying to run away. They keep throwing him back in. Drew gets thrown out. The heels beat him up. Uh, then the Usos make their move. They knock out RK Bro with a bunch of super kicks. And that's when chaos erupts. Everyone just starts brawling. Uh, Drew hits a big tope and hero onto the group, uh, but amidst the chaos, Sami Zayn slips off, runs away into the crowd once again. <laughs> so Adam Pierce comes out. He's shocked. He says, I didn't think it was possible to run from a lumberjack match. So next week, there will be no running. Steel Cage, you and Drew, that's that. Now, I could have I could have sworn that last week, Mike, you said that... I possibly quoted in saying <laughs> there's no way Sammy could run away. <laughs> like I'll almost, I think I booked the steel cage match. I, I think that's what I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, you booked it you booked it to happen, maybe. Uh but even in a cage you can run away. That's part of the way to win is to climb out and get away. I mean <laughs> that is literally written in the rule, so you're not so, wrong. But I guess it's harder. You got those three seconds of climbing. Yeah. Exactly, but either way, we'll see. I like the uh, I like the backstage Sami Zayn manipulating guy. Uh, you know what? He took the loss at Mania, but that's not a big loss. You know, losing to losing in the gimmick match, that's fine. You're still on TV. Yeah, Everything's up, good. Yeah, ended up having one of the most memorable moments of the weekend with that match. Which uh, um, which parts? Which which? Oh, well, I just mean the match itself. Oh, okay. Being yeah. one of the most memorable things. Uh, but yeah. So anyways, next week, Steel Cage. I think at the end, Jinder and Shanky try to attack Drew, but he just tosses them away. (laughs) He's like, who are you? Uh, Then apparently, afterwards in a dark match, or for the last couple weeks, LA Knight has been showing up. Uh, But as a manager, building a faction called the Knight Model Management. That's Uh, Okay, uh, that's cool. So far, his clients are Mace and Mansoor. Mace and Monsoor. Now, remind me again. Which one was which, which one was Mace? <laughs> uh, the Dreadlocks. Yeah. What was his real name? Look like the Remember Predator. when he did com- uh, Dio Madden? Yes. Remember when he did commentary yeah. for like two weeks or like a month? And then Brock Lesnar killed him. And then Brock Lesnar killed him, and he came back as the the Predator. The predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Well, that was our first half of. Uh, I guess that was probably the first half of our week, eh? Yeah, let's uh, take a break. Shorten show. Shorten, Shorten show. Break. We'll come back. Of course, we have all of Monday Night Raw and NXT 2.0, so stick around. Back 
back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. A uh, short week. Yeah, Mike, this is really reminiscent to me of the pre-AEW days. Remember those? The pre-NXT days. Yeah. <laughs> we had time to have fun. Yeah, we played games. We sang songs. We sang songs. <laughs> we whistled a tune uh, before it just became just the straight up kind of like jur- all business. It's all business these days, <laughs> baby. Right? It's just all too ju- much wrestling journalism. I mean, uh, it, yeah. I I wonder where because it, it, it wasn't or nothing. It was like probably twenty episodes in. We were like AEW was a thing. Like 20 episodes. I remember there was a period of time where there was a couple pay-per-views. Uh, or there's a period of time where there was a couple pay-per-views, but there was no Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Yeah. We were we were, we were were around before the start of Dynamite. Definitely. Uh, yeah. We were cooking before Dynamite. But still, it's just definitely more of the show has been post. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, and then they added a third hour with Rampage and. Yeah, the when, yeah, the Wednesday night war, of course, really changed the course of professional wrestling podcasts forever. <laughs> the world of wrestling in general. The world of wrestling in general. Uh, which changed. of course includes us. Yeah. We are a part of that zeitgeist. So let's get into this uh this edition of uh well, I guess I pumped it up last week, live from I don't know, fucking somewhere. Uh we're talking <laughs> this Knoxville, Knoxville Tennessee. Tennessee, baby. We're talking this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Backlash is in two weeks, folks. Right? The 8th, I think. 7th or 8th? Mother's Day. Mother, What else are you doing <laughs> so, Mother's Day, folks? Call your mom. Say, we're going to watch wrestling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, on this particular episode, we're starting off with Riddle in the ring. Because uh, we're not honoring mothers. This is not Mother's Day. This is Randy Orton's celebration night. Or something like that. His 20th. 20th anniversary as a WWE superstar. So, hell of a milestone there. Uh, Riddle's got a bunch of the locker room. They're all standing outside the ring and pays a nice video tribute to his friend there. And uh, we bring out the man of the man of the hour himself. Randy comes and the crowd chants his name. And uh, he just says, yeah, it's been a wild 20 years. Still got a lot left in the tank, though. And right now, on this run, I'm having more fun than ever. Thanks to this guy right here. And then he gives Riddle a big hug. Crowd loves it. They're chanting RK, bro. Uh, so, yeah, they're just having a great time. And then Riddle introduces a guest, one that Randy actually mentored when he first came into the WWE with the group Legacy. We're talking about Cody Rhodes. So he comes out. Uh, yeah, you remember the group Legacy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, and Ted DiBiase Jr. was in it. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but at one point, Ted was pegged to be the big guy in the group. Not Cody. No, I mean, Cody, they still liked him, but, you know, he he didn't find his groove yet. He hadn't, he was still wearing trunks and no knee pads or anything. (sighs) Trunks and no knee pads. Come on, folks. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Matt Ritt or Walter? (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, so Cody comes out, he hugs Randy, and uh, but then Seth Rollins gets on the mic, cuts him off, starts slinging some insults, 
that's when Ezekiel cuts off Rollins and he wants to introduce himself to Randy. Uh, but Owens is pissed off. He comes in yelling, saying, no, that's Elias. And then the Ustos come out. They talk some shit. So finally, Adam Pearce comes out to settle all this down and book us an eight-man tag for later. Yeah, this was our classic kickoff Raw with 20 minutes. Well, we need 20 minutes to fill type of Raw <laughs> segment. Um, I love this whole I love this whole Ezekiel Kevin Owens thing. I love that yeah. I love that he's Ezekiel's doing it, and then also I love that Kevin Owens cares so much. It's like he doesn't have time <laughs> the, to think about anything else. He's just like I can I can't not forget like I can't forget that you are Elias. At one point, Ezekiel <laughs> said uh, that he didn't like um, he did he didn't like interrupting people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know that's the thing I think. Uh, Elias was such a good performer. He's gotten all this goodwill with the crowd that we're willing to play along. We're not going to shit on Ezekiel. Yeah, I guess, yeah that's I, I guess that's also that's the kind Z. of thing. Like, <laughs> we're not sitting here going like, oh, what a bullshit angle of like, oh, it's his brother. Haha. It's like, oh, no, but we like yeah. we like that guy. Yeah. So, Like, sometimes a wrestler gets a name change. They chant the old name at him. But I don't think they'll do that for Ezekiel. We're on his side. Yeah, because it's a whole. He's like, it's it's funny. It is different. This is so different than, and I mean, we saw Austin Theory just last week or Walter Gunther. They feel the need that they have to tell you. They're like, I've been living a lie for too long. I I I've been reaching my breaking point. Now I'm just Theory, and you're like, okay. But yeah. this guy is like, hey, I'm a whole different person. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a different birth certificate and <laughs> yeah, a different. The way he's playing it off feels like it's his idea and it's not force. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. It's, there was no force. It was like almost like what if what if I shaved my beard, cut my hair, and I pretend <laughs> to be my brother? And Vince is like, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to some. In ring action, you got Bianca Belair defending the woman's title against Sonya Deville. So big match here. Bianca Belair's hometown, Knoxville, Tennessee. I thought she was from Florida for some reason. I just think everyone from NXT is from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) They're all from Florida. Yeah, but anyways, big hometown reception. Uh, They brawl to the floor. Bianca throws Sonya over the announce table. And Sonya can't get up. By the count of 10. So she's counted out. Bianca wins. But then Sonya grabs the mic, says, no, no, that doesn't count. There was water on the floor. I'm an official. We're going to restart this match. No count outs. Uh, so they continue to brawl. Sonya grabs a chair, smacks Bianca from behind. And bell rings, DQ. So Sonya grabs the mic again, says, no, no DQ, restart. And that's when Carmella, Zelina come out. So it's they help Sonya. It's three on one. They're all beating up Belair. Sonya hits a big DDT onto a chair, but Bianca still kicks out. So, uh, still can't keep her down. She fights back, ends up driving Sonya headfirst into the chair, and then takes out Carmella and Zelina, lifts up Sonya, hits the KOD, gets the win, retains her title. Odds were stacked against it. She, no yeah, I feel like I've seen, I saw this exact same match a time ago. Like, I don't know how long, I, don't, I can't remember who it was. But I feel like I felt this exact same thing where it was like the person just kept changing the step in the match and kept losing. Does this particular <laughs> yeah, thing uh, ring a bell it, to you? It has. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened. I'm sure uh, it has. Ha- yeah, it was just one thing specifically. And I kept watching it and killing myself. I still couldn't remember. 
Yeah, I'm sure it's happened on more than three occasions. <laughs> now, was this before or <laughs> more than more than three, less than twelve? Um, yeah. <laughs> now, okay, was this before or after? There was a video package that I guess Sonyaville was talking to Carmela and Zelina Vega. You know, tell him like if you if you're on my team, I'll get you another championship match. Did that happen before or after this match? Oh yeah, that was probably before. Yeah, they came up I don't know, and you know, we're getting everything. We we can especially control the camera angles when we are kind of doing a backstage, especially a pre-tape. Sonia Deville slapped the shit out of Carmella. I don't. I it was <laughs> one of the hardest pre-tape strikes I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, go back, and if you can find a clip of that, holy something. Um, but Zelina Vega and Carmella are back together, so, so we're all good. Didn't they have a fight a couple weeks I ago? Mean, were they ever apart? I didn't. I, I could have sworn <laughs> oh, I they, they had a match like last I guess they lost the titles, they split up, and now they're like, well, what else? Yeah, do? what else? Oh, God. We, have, we both have nothing. <laughs> uh, let me get... Veer Mahan taking on Sam's mothers. Just another local jobber. So Veer destroys him. Cervical clutch. Easy tap out win. Yeah. Uh, Veer. Veer is here. Uh, do, the sh- do the shirts say that yet? Yeah. Uh, not yet, but uh, they could. I mean, he's doing okay. He doesn't look sloppy or anything. Well, he's just going to kind of keep putting in that streak, right? And, I mean... Yeah, until he gets tested, we don't know. Yeah, because he's been main event, and then now he's, you know, these shows. And I'm sure he's getting, you know, similar wins in live shows now, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to Bobby Lashley taking on Omos in an arm wrestling match. So, uh, we got the big device... Or the, the table, whatever you want to call with, it. With the, the handles on it and the pad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ever seen, so have you official. ever seen competitive arm wrestling? Not in person. Of course not. Well, yeah, you're not a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember a couple of the hockey rinks I played at. I saw like a, a an advertisement for like, hey, arm wrestling tournament, sign up. Or something. Yeah, actually, well, I, I, did you know uh, one of the uh, one of like the best in the sport is a uh, Canadian? I can't remember his name. Really? Yeah, he's just this big guy with a big fucking arm, and he crushes people or something. Uh, I don't know. I, I remember just seeing a video of an arm snapping, and it made me lose my desire to <laughs> to ever arm wrestle again. Yeah, I mean, you got to think all that pressure, just pushing up against each other, something can give. Well, and I, I guess, snaps, yeah, something I have. Pretty. I think I've seen. I think I it's also have seen that clip. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's happened a lot, a lot of times to a lot of people. But anyway, it doesn't happen here. They have a regular arm wrestling contest. The old struggle back and forth. Omos looks like he's gonna win, but then Lashley fights back, slams down the giant's hand. Bobby wins. Omos is pissed, so he beats up Lashley and. Beats up the poor arm wrestling table, slams it around. Well, I, I, we haven't gotten an arm wrestling segment for probably a year and a half, so I think we're right on kind of schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's something they like to do every once in a while. So yeah. Whatever. Not a big deal. Yeah. If it was a shoot, it would be more fun. Like a shoot arm, a shoot MMA fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they tried the brawl for all once, but. And Raw Underground. Uh, well, that that ain't no shoot. Uh, 
brother. Uh, <laughs> but let's move on to some mixed gender tag match. Uh, Reggie and Dana Brooke taking on Tazawa and Tamina. Our truth special ref. Nothing to talk about here, though. Uh, once again, they teased Tamina and Dana like they're going to kiss. And then Tazawa hits a top rope senton onto Reggie. Gets the win. And then afterwards, they all try to pin Dana, but she runs away. Yeah, this was pretty pretty bad. Yeah, but and this is also our um, second, or so I guess like the, the the Liv Morgan and Lana, you know, LGBTQ angle. <laughs> we had it. We and it slipped out of our fingers, and then it got weird. And then I had the the Sonya Mandy one. I mean, that, that was, was kind of the one I think we were kind of <laughs> hoping for. <laughs> but now it maybe it's Tamina and Dana Brooke. I mean, there's really no explanation. It just comes out of nowhere. And I think it's mostly on Tamina's part. Well, and but every and, and every single time, even the Liv Morgan Lana one was just like, what? Huh? Yeah, that's just Vince. He's like lesbians. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> That's his thinking. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, so, anyways, let's just move right along here because we got big time Becky Lynch coming out for her first time, first appearance since the big loss at WrestleMania, and she's looking very somber, walking very slow to the ring, not not happy at all. Uh, she gets on the mic, says, "You know, it's been three years since I walked out on Raw without a championship." So. Three years since someone even beat her. So uh, she doesn't know what to do. She's hit rock bottom. And uh, not talking about the manhandle slam. <laughs> so, but you know what? This is the beginning of the legendary comeback. So nobody's going to be able to beat me. No one can defeat Becky. And that's when we get the return of Asuka. Been a long time. Too long, too long. We were too we, long. we were wondering, Nearly a year. and we were wondering that around Mania season. Yeah, I mean, of course, the Raw Rumble comes around. You're thinking anyone can come back. Exactly. Here she is. She's ready. She's recovered. Huge pop. Crowd chants. Oscar. Uh, yeah, we all missed you. But Becky says, "I'll stop you," because no one. There's no. Oscar says, "Becky, I'll stop you," because no one's ready for Oscar. So Becky takes a swing, but Asuka ducks, and Becky ends up rolling out of the ring. And just like that. And just like that. Just like that. That could be a nice, big, fun match. Do you think they throw that on the Backlash card? Maybe. Maybe just to get Becky Lynch on the card. Yeah, it feels like it'd be too soon, but there's a lot of great women's action happening here on Monday Night Raw. I mean, I know I'm saying that right Multiple after. Multiple storylines. Uh, yeah, Multiple we have, story. you know, kind of like between Liv, Rhea, um, the Sonya, Bianca Belair, and now this. And Dana Tamina. Yeah. I mean. There's all, yeah, everyone's kind of got something, except for Nikki. <laughs> Everyone else has something. Everyone's got something except for Nikki. <laughs> and Alexa Bliss has been missing since the Elimination Chamber. It's uh, been a bit of a mystery on that one. And is she is she raw? Can we can we recall? I think she's raw. Remember they did all those vignettes. Her oh therapy yeah, and... her therapy sessions where she was kind of like slowly becoming less Lily. Yeah. 
Lit. And then the elimination chamber, she was one of the most over people, and then never seen her again since. Huh. Since February. Yeah, Weird. You, you know what, though? But, there's been so much action going on. I've, I mean, shit, I forgot right there. I forgot. I mean, that's that's the thing. The women's division in WWE can handle it, but, uh, yeah, still something. Yeah. Someone think a about note, it. but let's go to some more wrestling. Finn Balor takes on Damian Priest, who's got his new entrance. Uh, you know, the whole blue lights. He's got Edge just kind of sitting on the throne the whole time. Uh, <laughs> even during the match, he's just watching from up there. So, Priest hits a big crucifix bomb to Balor on the edge of the apron. Balor fights back, climbs up the ropes, going for the coup de grace. But that's when Edge stands up from his throne. And that distracts Finn for some reason. He decides to look over. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <clears throat> Jesus. It's Just okay. Gotta... You're okay. <laughs> it's like I inhaled some dust or something. But <clears throat> Edge stands up from his throne. <laughs> distracts Finn. Uh, so Damien Priest choke slams Finn. And then he hits his new finisher. Because I guess... Doesn't want to use the crossroads anymore with Cody around. Uh, yeah, it's like a giant flatliner. I don't know if they called it anything, but I I, I didn't hear them call it anything. No, but they did call themselves. They got a name for their group, Judgment Day. Judgment they said Day. That <laughs> they said that a few times. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe because they, but they own some kind of trademark already. Similar, you know, the, well, I mean, the they're pay-per-view. always sitting in this law office. Oh, you mean WWE? Oh, yeah, no, that's what I meant. Yeah, because they own, you know, they, they, oh, they own the pay per view name. Mean, yeah, Maybe they have had easier. the pay per view. Yeah, yeah. So, and that also me. I mean, a group. You can't have a name with just two people, so there's got to be. Some you need more. more, and I think yeah. Um, we have no faction on Raw. Um, yeah. we actually don't have any faction. We actually- Ripley. We don't have many factions in the first place, really. Like, with the bloodline, but that's kind of like three. Like, I, I need a faction to be at least four. Yeah, they've broken up all the real factions. Right? Yeah, well, was, was Retribution the last great faction? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Her business? But anyways, hopefully Rhea Ripley can join the group. She's got the whole... yeah dark thing she's, going on. She's got the whole I'm dark and mysterious thing, I mean, so why she's the hell trying to be She's trying to be the Batman right now. The Batman. The Batman. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson or Pattinson? What is it? I think Pattinson? it's Pattinson? 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 Okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, yes, it does, Mike. I mean, not for this show. A good point. <laughs> the Miz comes out. Mike Mizanin. I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he brings out his guest, the new United States champ, Theory. And uh, the two of them just kind of compliment each other, put each other over. And Theory says he wants to make this a memorable title run. And that's when they get interrupted by Mustafa Ali. A nice surprise here. That's uh, Didn't expect him. Crowd chance, welcome back. So nice yeah, little moment of, for him. Of all people, I thought we were never going to see him again. Yeah, I mean, they even kind of acknowledge it. Miz says, you still work here? And uh, Theory says, yeah, aren't you the guy that took your ball and went home? So, yeah, they're acknowledging kind of. Ali asked for his release, but Miz says, oh, no, you're Mufasa. Mustafa's younger brother. 
which is kind of funny there. Yeah, little, I guess. A nice in-show reference, but Ollie says, no, I'm here to fight, so put that U.S. title on the line. But Theory says, no, so Ollie says, you're all biceps and no balls, and uh, he ends up fighting Miz instead. But, uh, yeah, Ollie looked really good here, his first match in... I don't know, almost, probably as long as Asuka, almost a year. Yeah, possibly. I, yeah, I don't remember the last one. Yeah, but looking pretty good. Uh, Miz goes for a figure four, but Ali counters, gets a roll up, gets the three. So Mustafa wins in his return. Uh, mm-hmm. And as he's uh, walking back up the ramp, Tommaso Ciampa attacks him from behind. So seemingly uh, turning heel. Not that he had really picked a side yet on Raw, but... He's picked one now. Not quite. Also heard the commentary team calling him just Champa. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise no, me. No, Tommaso. I don't know if there's uh, something to that. You know what? One thing, Mustafa Ali's back. That's a lot of fun. He's always been. He's always been a lot of. He's always been very confident on the mic. I think too. Yeah, he has, an he, underrated talker. I'd say. Very underrated talker. Um, but uh, the Miz. When does the Miz never give a hundred percent? <laughs> I every single yeah. every single yeah every single time it, it does it, it is crazy that the Miz can work with you know just last week working with Cody Rhodes of course you know you can work with Kevin Owens to Austin Theory and Mustafa Ali it's there's truly nobody that he can't work with in some kind of way Logan Paul Rey Mysterio it doesn't matter <laughs> he's the ultimate company man yeah he will do oh yeah. uh, first ballot Hall of Famer for sure absolutely absolutely he's not number one in anything but he's like top of his you know he's best at everything you know yeah he's not the best at everything but he's very good at everything. exactly but he's one of the best he's one of the best at everything ah yeah (laughs) but not the best not the best yeah (laughs) anyways uh so that leads us to the main event, I guess. The big eight-man tag. Cody Rhodes, Ezekiel, RK-Bro taking on the Usos, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Standard. Standard multi-man stuff here. Everyone's tagging in and out, hitting their moves. Ezekiel looking pretty good. He's uh, he's pretty much like Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> he looks like Ultimate Warrior. Very much looks tassels. like him. He has the tassels, the bright He's doing pink. the power moves now. Yeah. yeah. It's- All he needs is face paint. <laughs> yeah, almost everything. Yeah, but he looked good, I thought. Uh, Rollins hits a big inverted suplex, superplex off the top rope to Riddle. Nice move there. And eventually Randy Orton gets the hot tag because it's Randy Orton night. And uh, everyone wants to see it. So he just goes on a roll. And eventually, he's one after the other, hits an RKO on all four of his opponents, uh, ending with the big... Uh, I guess one of the Usos dives off the top rope, gets caught in the RKO. Pinfall win for his team. Perfect way to cap off the Randy Orton appreciation. Yeah, the big Randy Orton night with a big RKO. Of course, it has to end that way. Nice little rub for Ezekiel, too, getting getting to have a main event win. I also think all these entrances, these took like six minutes (laughs) just to get everyone out there. (laughs) Yeah, and then half of that was Cody. And well, that's the thing, right? Now, now each Cody entrance kind of like shaves two minutes off the card. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey. Uh, but that was your Monday Night Raw. Oh, it was Monday Night Raw. Let's kick on through to the next night. 
uh, with some 2.0 action. We're talking NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So NXT 2.0, that is. Of course. Start off with some women's wrestling. You had Nikita Lyons take on Lash Legend. Uh, these two just kind of been feuding for a few weeks now, but not really that interesting. Uh, they kind of brawl it up a bit. Nikita hits a nice butterfly kick, gets the three. But then right after, Natalia jumps in and uh, her and Lash double team her until Cora Jade runs out, makes a save with her skateboard. And her and Nikita stand tall. Some kind of uh, four way, four four man tag, four late four woman tag. <laughs> sure, something to do. Um, Which weird because yeah, I, I just think... thought Cora Jade and Natalia that was going to be the thing, and then we've thrown these other. I mean, two. I guess uh, I think they're still going to have to do that, right? Singles match, you would think. You would think, yeah. Uh, but now they've maybe thrown they something for spring break, and I haven't. Oh uh, yeah, that's next week, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, we go backstage where Roderick Strong's giving a pep talk to the Diamond Mine, saying we haven't been good enough lately. I don't want us to crumble like my last group did. Uh, but then the Creed brothers stand up for themselves. Like, hey, man, we didn't get pinned. We lasted to the end of the gauntlet. But Roddy's not having it. He says, uh, I set you guys up next week against the Viking Raiders. So uh, that also... That's our special guest. The Viking Raiders. Well, God, well, they, if not they, just Natalia this month. We got another team. If they can't get a win on NXT, there's no, there's <laughs> absolutely no hope for them. Yeah. Uh, but then we go to Von Wagner taking on Tony D'Angelo, who is supposed to be Escobar instead of Wagner, but uh, I don't know for whatever reason they had to switch it up. But mm-hmm. still a fresh match, I guess. I guess so. But the crowd favors Tony, and uh, yeah, they're having a. They fight their way outside the ring. Legato show up, who have also been renamed. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I, I mentioned that last week. <laughs> um, oh, was it? Yeah. Was it last week they I, got renamed? God, okay. I can't remember it now. A bunch of people got renamed, so it's hard to keep up. But yeah, Lyle and Cruz. I That's think is what they're called. Yeah, them. something like that. So they show up, and then D'Angelo's gangsters show up. We still don't know who they are, but. Uh, they fight Legato and Escobar. He shows up, so he's actually fine. He jumps the barricade, nails Tony in the back with the crowbar. So the ref didn't see it. So Tony's been weakened. Uh, back in the ring, Wagner hits him with a massive boot to the face, gets the win. Big win for Wagner. Not clean, but D'Angelo has a bunch of uh he has, he's got history with um that crowbar, right? Wasn't he feuding yeah, with somebody kind of his about the crowbar? Of choice. Yeah. Him and Pete Dunn. That's what it was. Yeah, Peter Dune. Yeah, so I guess taste of his own medicine a little bit there. Uh, then we got this Nathan Frazier from NXT UK. He's supposed to make his debut. Uh, there was some guy in the ring, but then Grayson Waller just beats him up, takes him out, tells Nathan, don't step in this ring. Uh but eventually Fraser jumps in the ring and yeah, drop kicks him and tosses him out. Doesn't have a match, but he's here. That was a weird one. Yeah. 
then they announced the uh, first ever NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, which will include kind of throughout the night. They just did a bunch of vignettes for these unknown wrestlers, one of who, Santina Morella's daughter, Ariana Grace. Good Canadian kid, I'm, I am, I'd imagine. <laughs> I assume, yeah. I assume. So, uh, should be a fun little tournament. Get to know some new competitors here. Yeah. Uh, but let's continue with the new names, because Caden Carter is teaming up with Katana Chance. <laughs> Formerly Casey Catanzaro, but still keeping the KC initials, so hey. Well, you got you to you keep them somehow. A lot of new names. Yeah, apparently Vince... You know how he just randomly gets things in his head. He's like, new names, no more names, no real names. Nobody owns their names but me. Oh, so, you know what? That would make sense. That's why. Because in Austin Theory's name, like his first name is really Austin. And I'm pretty Maybe. sure Casey Catanzaro, I mean, like that's her, yeah, that's her real name. name. Yeah. Uh, I think the one of the other guys, one of the Phantasma guys, Mendoza, he was the one who got his name changed, right? I wonder. Uh, I think they both did. They both did. Well, yeah. I, I wonder if one of their names is also, uh, or is is Champa's real name like Tommaso Johnson? Do we know this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Either way, uh, for whatever reason. Either way, same performer. Everything else is the same. The match is the same. Team KC takes on Ulisa Leon and Valentina Perez, and yeah, same old Team KC. They're doing all their athletic stuff, putting on a good show. They hit their cool 450 splash neckbreaker uh, finisher for the win. Uh, and they get a lot of wins, right? We never see them because they're on like 205 Live, but they do, right? Level up or whatever. They Level call it. up. That's what it's called. My bad. My yeah. bad. Never seen an episode. Never will. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> you'd, but well, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd, rather, I mean, you'd rather watch Dark. Yeah, probably. Uh but yeah, I mean, they're one of the few teams that have been around. Like, they've never broken up. So eventually, you think they'll get a nice. And that they title. have a an, a, co- a choreographed entrance. Yeah, choreographed gear now. They choreographed have, like, names. Armor. I mean, <laughs> initials. Yeah, initials. Everything. Yeah, they should. They should be getting the push right now. Uh, I mean, they should build them up a bit. You know, toxic attraction. They gotta lose the belt eventually. So. Oh, they gotta be on the show eventually. <laughs> that too. Uh, but the new names continue as we get another little vignette here. Kaylee Ray is now Alba Fire. There has to be. My guess, my guess is if we were to look at every <laughs> single one of these people, one of those names would be their real name. I, 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 could, I think I, it's a, I can yeah, almost I guarantee think, it right now. And I think it's also like if you came into WWE with that name, they want you to change it. Maybe they don't outright own it if you already had it beforehand. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I bet, I bet. Something weird. There was some weird. Yeah, something happened where Vince just went on a streak. He's like, new names, everybody. <laughs> new names. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> then we get a mixed tag: Legato teaming with Electra Lopez to take on Briggs and Jensen and Fallon Henley. Except for Jensen was beaten up backstage beforehand, so it's now three on two. Uh, so Legato are in control most of the match. Lopez and Henley brawl off to the back, so Briggs is all on his own. And Legato just double team him, hit their little lariat leg sweep finisher to get the win. Uh, yeah. And you know, the fans, they're starting to warm up, though. They're singing, they were singing Legato to their theme song. I didn't even know you could. Do I, didn't that. Know. <laughs> I didn't know it was singable. 
I don't even know their song, but yeah, at the end they're like legato. Well, I guess I'm you like, could just kind of say like legato over like anything, and just kind of hope for the best. Yeah. I just didn't think people would. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess they've been the baby faces maybe lately, and then I don't know they've what just, they are. I still don't like them. I don't think they're good. Yeah, I don't like them that much, but they've somehow snuckily gotten over in this NXT. I guess it's a small crowd. Well, I, I mean, I I've been saying this since day one. I at the NXT tapings, I think there's somebody on the other side of the camera, like <laughs> like at like at a talk show, and they're like applaud. A director. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a director <laughs> telling me what to do. Uh, next match: Solo Sokoa takes on Trick Williams. It was fine. Nothing crazy. You had Grimes on commentary. Carmelo at ringside. Solo hits the Uso splash, gets the win. And then afterwards, Grimes comes down to get in, uh, gets in the ring, but or he gets in Carmelo's face. Solo tries to super kick Carmelo, but he ducks, and Grimes gets taken out. So Solo just kind of walks off. I like uh, I like how much the the North American title moved over to Cameron Grimes' hands, and it's stayed in relevance yeah i mean all these guys kind of in the mix here and it's nice to have healthy competition so yeah it's very very much so yeah it's nice seeing all these things because mike i mean i think after he won that you uh, you were worried i don't think i was worried but you were worried that he would be a transitional champion (laughs) uh yeah there's still a chance but hopefully not you know, I don't even know if he's defending it next week. I don't know yet. Hopefully, yeah. we're coming up on a month. You know, I think he, I think he could be uh, here to stay for a little while. Yeah. All right. If he makes it past spring breaking, then he's not transitioning. Perfect. Love to hear it. <laughs> uh, then we got Idris Anofi and Malik Blade taking on the Viking Raiders, the featured main roster stars. Uh, they get a nice reception, a welcome back chant here. Uh, yeah, pretty much dominate most of the match, hit the Viking experience, get the win. Just like they do in Monday Night Raw. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, then you had Roxanne Perez taking on Mandy Rose. Non-title match, but it's a huge test for Roxy here. This is only, like, what, her second or third match? A second, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. she's Second match, yeah. Uh, but does pretty good. She hangs in there with the champ. They have a good back and forth. The crowd was into it. Both both women here. But uh, she's not ready. Eventually, Mandy Rose hits the big C trigger, gets the win. And then afterwards, Wendy Chu shows up with the Super Soakers and tries to spray Toxic Attraction, but they roll out. They escape. Uh, but that's when Wendy pulls out this button, and she hits it. It releases a net. Uh, falls from the ceiling, traps Toxic Attraction for a couple seconds, and Wendy and Roxy just run in and spray them with Silly String. Classic Silly String. And then then the heels are writhing around on their backs like a turtle who's been kicked over. (laughs) I don't think... I think they just ran off. Oh, okay. That string, that's not good. That's chemicals in their hair. They got to wash it. Believe me, I think there's already enough chemicals in uh, Mandy Rose's hair. Uh, that the sil- the silly string's not gonna not gonna do it. Well, Joe Gacy comes out, uh, just to talk his crazy talk, and he's got a whole gang of druids just surrounding the ring in their dark cloaks, and he's just rambling. The crowd starts chanting, "We want wrestling." 
Yeah, Not he, with he, he kept with going on about like how he's promising to change the world. As if yeah, the world is so bad it needs to be changed. And there's anything you can do about it, Casey. Yeah, like what are you going to do about it? You're some like, you've got a dumb beard and yeah. a bunch of tattoos. Dumb gimmick. Dumb gimmick. To... Yeah. But, uh, you know, he says he will become NXT champ. And I say no thanks. And that's when Rick Steiner comes out. He says, hey, my son's cleared to compete. After you pushed him off that big ledge last week. And uh, he will defend his title at spring breaking. Uh, and that's when the Druids, though, they start to surround poor Rick. So Braun Breaker comes storming out, beats up all the, the, the fucking evildoers. And the whole lot of them. Uh, but Gacy, he catches Breaker with a clothesline. Somehow that was enough to just keep him down. Devastating clothesline, clothesline, may I say. (laughs) That was a little too much for me. It's hilarious. Devastating Larry. I mean, but not from Gacy. Brock Lesnar does it to you, it's one thing. Well, obviously. Brock Lesnar does anything (laughs) to you, it's devastating. (laughs) Uh, Then the Druids just pass the belt, the NXT title, down like an assembly line off to Joe Gacy, who holds it up. But... I did not like this this ending. This Joe Gacy it's, is not doing it for me. No, yeah, I don't think Joe Gacy's not doing it for people. You can end a wrestling show with a bunch of talking. You can't. Yeah, too. You can't. A, especially if it's, it has to be real hot, you know? Oh, like yeah, yeah, Roman Brock <laughs> level type of shit, yeah. right? Or like a massive contract signing for your massive title that's being defended in three days or whatever it is but not something yeah not joe gacy exactly just not this right i think it's just like a miss it's just kind of yeah he shouldn't even be in the the nxt champion realm right now or if he uh, is not like this you have, this has like to be this. built up differently yeah. right like a man I, wearing a collared shirt uh well wrestling you know shouldn't be a world champ no. <laughs> when it's like tucked in pants, collared shirt like that. That's, come on. You look like Mick a... Mick Foley didn't tuck in his collar. Mick shirt. Foley like never tucked pants. in his shirt. He wore track pants <laughs> like he like he, oh, like he, he was just eating a bag of chips and you can still see some of the dust, uh, the chip <laughs> dust on his pants. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, not, not, not a very fun ending for me, but had some good matches on the show. Yeah, but all in all, uh, all in all, Joe Gacy, get the fuck out of here. Pretty much. Pretty. Hopefully that's it. Spring breaking and done. Not even Spring breaking and released from the company. That's what we want to hear. Or at least yeah. gimmick change. I mean, Harlan's not even around anymore. Harlan's not even. Yeah, you would think if like some guy's going to be intimidating, he'd have his. like, Especially the intimidating heel has that some kind of other presence behind him, right? Whether it's a manager, whether it's a, a whole posse. Yeah. Not this not this guy. Not this guy though. Uh but that was all of NXT. So let's uh let's finish off our show then. Like we said, quick show this week. Let's finish off our show the way that we always do, which is by giving you a new wrestler of the week. Mr. Wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week. And for a short week, Mike, I gotta add, with uh, not much wrestling. Was that just me, or was there mm-hmm. not much wrestling this week? 
Yeah, yeah, nothing, no big crazy matches that no big crazy matches you know so i think my wrestler week um i'm gonna be giving it to the rand man randy orton for uh you know (laughs) his his 20 years of everything uh he you mike you said so yourself that you know he he had said that this recent run of his is the most fun of his career and you you can see it in his face this dude's loving it uh in 20 years and without taking breaks to do a fucking movie or something or to get yeah. surgery or, you know, I'm sure he's been injured, but, you know, like, I feel like it's 20 strong, consistent years. Yeah, and he said he's he's got a lot left in the tank, so don't be surprised that this guy goes another, I don't know, seven, eight years? Who knows? Yeah, why the hell not? I mean, we say it all the time, right? Like, uh, AJ Styles is in his mid-40s. <laughs> Lance Archer is Sting. Fo- Lance Archer is forty-five years old. Sting <laughs> is sixty-three. He could be our Diving fathers. Diving every week. He's jumping. Yeah. When was the last time your dad? Well, yeah, okay, no, not your dad. But when was the last time my dad jumped off of a fucking, <laughs> uh, you know, a doorway through to a guy through two sets of tables? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So you gave us yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a tough week to pick. Not a lot of stuff. I'll just give it to a guy. He came back and he won. Mustafa Ali. I know there's been some murky waters between him and WWE management, but uh, yeah, at the end of the day, the end of the day, he's a good performer, and it's good to have him here. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully he's back now for good. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see him next week on Monday Night Raw. That's really all we can hope for now. I think. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Either that or release them. <laughs> or just release them already. And that was the yeah. podcast. That was all the time. Thanks for listening. Rate your live subscribe show is everywhere. Next week we uh will be our kind of our next week is our go home for backlash. That's right. And we still have to build, I feel like the entire I feel like we still have to build the entire card. Um I think there's... It's coming together? Well, Roman. We don't even know if Roman's defending his titles. That's something. Right, right. Because it seemed like uh, Shinsuke, and then that was like the week after Mania. That was was weird. Yeah, and then there's never again. Never again. It was really weird. And they cooled on it for whatever reason. But yeah, we'll see if he's going to defend that uh, and all that other um, AW action. Really can't wait for the FTR match tonight. The Harwood, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler. No spoilers out there, Mike. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I got. So uh, see you later, Mike. Take care. Take, Mike, take care of yourself. That's right. Go Leafs go. Go Raptors go. Go Toronto. And go wrestling. Two.